and welcome to Pieta Terrible. I'm Amanda Lauren. You might know me as, well, I call myself a Jackie of all trades, Marilyn of none, because I do many things. Um, I'm a design influencer. I'm a contributor to Forbes. I am a blogger, actress, stand-up comedian. I write for other websites, including Sweat Life. Um... And I'm sure there are other, oh, I have another podcast called Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About with Ali Levine, which will continue to be on. Um, but I wanted to sort of strike out on my own and create Pieta Terrible, which is sort of a humorous look at decor. Um, part of the reason why I started this is that I think people take design so seriously, like those perfect Pinterest boards and everything is so white and crisp on Instagram, and I love design, and I love where I live, but honestly, I rent, and my carpet sucks. It is a nightmare. It looks like it's from the 70s. It's not. I did not choose it. Um, but really, though, part of the reason why I started this is that, like, we grow up, and, you know, we learn how to dress ourselves eventually. People teach us style, but no one really teaches us how to decorate our home. So we look at Joanna Gaines and Pinterest and blogs and all of these things and everything just starts to look alike and meld together and maybe we convince ourselves that shiplap is really our style because it looks pretty, but it's also everyone else's style. Except if you're Kelty Knight. She painted shiplap black, shiplap black in her most recent um, renovation of her room and it does look really gorgeous. I'll link to an article about it. Um, I interviewed her for Forbes. But I digress. I interrupt myself. I'm sure I'll interrupt guests as well. Um, I've been obsessed with decorating for my entire life. So on this podcast, I want to interview tastemakers and celebrities about design, influencers, and probably some like regular people who I just think have amazing taste. I also want to do solo episodes where I share my design secrets and philosophy where I think you should be shopping, where I don't think you should be shopping, and how you should go about doing it. So I'm going to be completely honest with you here. If you are planning to listen to a podcast where someone is going to be perfect and tell you how to DIY everything, maybe you shouldn't hit subscribe. But if you're the kind of person who bought a Roomba because you're lazy and you don't use it because you can't figure out how to open the damn thing without ruining your manicure or getting dirt everywhere. If you love Twal, but it matches 0% of your house, if you still have your throw from your first apartment because it's cozy and you don't care, if you once took six months to choose a soap dispenser and then questioned your decision and years later, you still can't remember what it looked like, or if you like what you like and you won't be happy until you have it, this podcast is for you because all of those things describe me exactly. So our first guest today is Jill Kargman. I was so honored to have her. I mean, honestly, I couldn't think of a better first guest for this podcast if I tried. In fact, I would say she's a dream guest for any podcast, really for any kind of thing I would be participating in. Um, she, you know her from, she hosts a morning show on Sirius XM Stars. She was also the creator and star of Odd Mom Out, which was on Bravo. And if you haven't seen that show, go download it. It is the best show 
And if you've never lived in New York and really want to know what it's like, I mean, it's a comedy. It's a little bit of a parody, but it is so real. And I related to that show so much, even though I'm not a mom. Um, she is a collab with Society6, which is this amazing website. It's a design marketplace where I believe they have over 300,000 different products. So if you really like to obsess over things and just spend hours online, uh, go to Society6. I know I can look at decor for days. Seriously, I was looking at plates last night and I was late for a Pilates class. But I digress. I always digress. I am the queen of tangents. So Jill Kargman has a hostess collection on this site. I wrote about it for Forbes. The link will be in the show notes. It's amazing. It's so much fun. So it's just, first of all, it's priced between $12 and $39. So everything is super affordable. What I suggest you do is actually just spend 100 bucks buy a bunch of these things and just keep them in your house. Um, so you don't have to go, if you're in a rush to go to a party, I'm always in a rush because I have terrible time management skills. Um, that way you always have a gift. I think it's such a smart idea. My mom actually taught me that. She does it with baby gifts. If any of my mom's friends are listening, yeah, my mom definitely pre-brought that baby gift for your grandchild. Um, there are mugs that say things like, I fucking hate morning people. This might be tequila. There are coasters that say, I have the, I have, I know of a great Cabernet that pairs well with in-laws. It's kind of funny. Um, coffee, better for you than crack. I know lots of people that will agree with that. She has this really cute reusable bag that says fuck off. I should use that as the grocery at the grocery store because that's how I feel about everyone at the grocery store. Fuck off. Um, she's really good gifts too for divorce parties, which says congratulations on sorry, congrats on your divorce. And perhaps the best and most relevant throw pillow ever. Worst three words. Price upon request. Anyway, here was my interview with Jill. Um, you know. I have to take this opportunity to be completely honest because I think that that's important. Doing a solo interview, I completely forgot. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm used to a co-host. And I totally let myself fangirl out. And you know what? We should all let ourselves fangirl out. It's a lot of fun. Jill, thank you so much for doing this podcast. You're amazing. And thank you so much to my friends at Society6 for arranging this. If you like this show, please, please, please subscribe and give me five stars. And if you have time, write a nice review. But like rating something five stars takes half a second. So here we go. Jill Kargman on Pieta Terrible. Oh, one more thing. If you're wondering what a pied de terre is, because when I decided to name this podcast, I realized that people who are not from New York or Los Angeles might not know what that is. Um, pied de terre is like a home away from home, a temporary home, someplace you only live part-time. So once a week, let pied de terrible be your home, away from home, about things for home. Okay, that's redundant. Here we go. Thank you for listening. So we're on with Jill Kargman, who is living my best life right now. You act, you write, <laughs> you create. You had a show at the Carlisle, which is my dream, even though I can't sing. 
And most importantly, you have a decor collab with Society6. Well, I wouldn't call it decor like high decor. It's more like fun, gifty shit. No, I love that, though, because I think... Well, decor sounds... I mean, if there's an accent accent on the E, it's definitely highbrow, and this is not. No, no Egu accent. No, you know what? I always remove it because I feel like it throws something off, even with Forbes. I'm just like, I don't know. I think this is going to mess up the SEO, so I always remove it. Some people keep it on. It's it's an option. My my editor has never told me... Keep on that accent because we have to write it out. But that's what I like about it is that it's not necessarily highbrow because the state of statement decor is so, you know, cheery, good vibes, only happy, high vibes. And yours literally says, fuck you. So yeah. why did you decide to do that? Well, I really love Society6. I've always been a fan of theirs. And then I went to, like, a girls' dinner in L.A. with a whole group that producer Suzanne Todd had put together. And she introduced me to Andrea Stanford, who's brilliant and hilarious. And I told her, I think she was surprised. Like, I knew so much about the company um, because I had been shopping there for a while for, like, phone cases and shit. And she was like, we should do something together, which is kind of a dream because I love – like having gifts available that are not, you know, a stupid $80 candle. Because when I go to a party, I'm always at a loss for a hostess gift. I, I always wish there was something funny and fun. And I've been buying things from the inappropriate gift company in Australia. And I've become friendly <laughs> with a woman we met on Instagram. She's hilarious. And for baby gifts and all kinds of stuff. And so I liked what she was doing. And I thought, like, I could totally do something like this. I just would never be able to start my own company. I, I never, I don't have it in me to be a quote unquote mom entrepreneur. Um, I, it's just not, I'm not very organized and terribly, you know, fiscally together, like in terms of fundraising and sourcing manufacturers and all the things that it takes to run a company. Um, I don't have those, <laughs> that skill set. My business acumen is in the shitter. So <laughs> it's cool because this, I'm able to do it and they do everything. I just, show up and tell them my ideas and um, it's kind of the best thing because you get the creative outlet without having to call factories in China. That's that's an amazing idea. (laughs) Get someone else to do the legwork for you. No, Society6 has so many amazing, like I could spend all day on their website just looking at all the cute stuff that they have. Yeah, I mean, you have to search because there's a lot. They have 300,000 artists around the world. That's why I was laughing at our wow. breakfast because I said, well, I'm not an artist. Like, I'm a writer, and I, I've done copywriting. That's like, I think of it as more of a copywriting gig. Um, you know, and then I... Okay. They, no, no, no. You, you had a show on Bravo. You've written 10 books. A, a copywriter writes, you know, these pants are great. For a website. This is not a copywriting gig. You are well, I did. I worked as a copywriter. I worked as a copywriter at um, Ogilvy. And so that's what I, exactly what I was doing. Not with pants, but more with maxi pads. So, um, <laughs> but it was, you know, I, I, do, I, I do think, like, as a writer, you're lucky to get those jobs. And, you know, when I was between books, it was a good salary. And I liked having an office to go to. 
Um, and it was kind of full circle because I had started as a copywriter. I, I'd worked at BMG writing on their website and at Ralph Lauren. When Ralph Lawrence first started Polo.com, at first, um, they didn't, Ralph didn't want to do online. Like, this is 20 years ago. Um, he just thought, he didn't know that that was, like, maybe a right fit for the brand. And David, his son, pushed him. And he hired me to, to do copywriting for their website. So I do feel like it's kind of, I do have a history of it. But I also don't mind. Like, I don't see it as, as like, beneath the book stuff I did I think it's more of a supplement it's like scratching a different itch you know what I mean well it's all part of your brand which you said was goth meets cheeky did I <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know maybe they, the PR people put that together but I I don't know I, I never have been one to feel like it's hard to be succinct and even say a person is a brand. It's more like, I know it when I see it kind of thing. Cause people will be like, Oh, you love skulls. Here's some, here's a skull dish, but it'll be like a weird monkey skull. And it's not, it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's all different things and some are not just gothy. It's, it's like all different. There's a whole like kaleidoscope of eccentricities in that bucket. I don't know what it is exactly. So you sat there. So did you, were you thinking when you designed this, which has like a mug that says this might be tequila, what the, what your ideal thing is, if you, you know, what goes through your head or I fucking hate morning people. Like this is your truth in. Um, yeah, that one, that's, that's more of the, um, the vibe is that it's like everyone is so perky in the morning and they're all these like good morning mugs. So we have like a really cute little cat with big eyes. And then in, in like a goth New York times font, it says I fucking hate morning people. So it's, it's that juxtaposition. I've always been into sort of naughty and nice, sugar and spice, leather and lace, romance and violence. Like I, it's, Oh, that's always been my kind of driving thing visually. I'm not saying so much with writing comedy with odd mom out, but just like in my own aesthetic at home, whatever it is. And so that's what appealed to me about doing this is having like a, a beautiful script that says, you know, namaste the fuck away from me, you know, or a tray, my, one of my trays says girls who napkin off their pizza are bad at bed, which is a fact, by the way, that is a fucking fact. I know from research, not from Charlie Brooks, <laughs> but by just being around people who pat blot their pizza and like live your life. Like if you're stopping to pat your pizza, because you're maybe getting like nine calories of oil off it. Like that's just defeats the purpose of enjoying a slice of pizza. And it's, a, you know, a visual affront for those of us sitting here. I agree with you. And then you, I used to do that. And then I'm like, this is, there's something gross about it. And then you end up with like 40 napkins on the table. Yeah. And it's, it's a waste of paper. It's unappetizing. <laughs> yeah. And also it's like making beds in a burning house. It, you're eating the pizza, just like enjoy it, go down in flames. It's like when girls have like a double McMac and a Diet Coke. It's like, you know what? That's not making a dent in this. Like, just enjoy. <laughs> That's so funny. So did you choose the color scheme in the font? 
did you sit there and do this? How does it, I'm very curious to know how these things work with people who aren't necessarily graphic designers, so to say. Right. So I, I basically did exactly what I just said to you, where I was like, I want like a really cute thing and then a goth New York Times font. Like, cause I love the New York Times. I love the New York Times logo. I have it tattooed on my back. Not Times. I just have New York in that font on my back. Um, so I always love, I always love like a gothic black letter. So I, I was just, I gave sort of more directions. It wasn't so much like me sitting and clicking a mouse and they paired me with a graphic designer who's awesome. And, um, she already does stuff that was kind of in that aesthetic with like cute little kitties and things that I wanted to then stomp over with obnoxious wording. So there's that saccharine. <laughs> against the fuck you fingers. So it was, that's sort of the look of everything. And, um, so I would say, you know, let's put this in this, in this like beautiful old English script, but say something subversive or let's have, you know, this good morning mug, like that normally looks really chipper except with different shit on it. So yeah, I feel like it was, it was all verbal. Um, and then I gave notes and think, but there were like three or four rounds of notes where I would just tweak things and say, you know, take out the flower or whatever. Um, and then in terms of color scheme, I generally just like black, white, and gray, but sometimes I'll have like a dash of red or a dash of pink or something like that. So that's where that came in. But I didn't want some whole, um, you know, Roy G. Biff situation. Because <laughs> everything really goes together, which makes it really nice for a gift because you can get, you know, the mugs, you can mix and match the mugs or you can, there is a coaster mix and match set and everything sort of looks per like everything works together perfectly without being perfect. Or you can get, you know, more than one statement pillow and still have it go. So you can have, you know, one on your sofa and one on the chair. Yeah, totally. They all quote unquote speak to each other. Now I'm a real designer. <laughs> no, you're totally a real designer. Now, did you get to choose what specific items you wanted? Like the trays, the the mugs? Yeah. Were you just like Yeah, I poster. went through the website. I went through the website and I just picked the things that I would want. Like I'm not gonna get a tapestry. I'm not shitting on tapestries. I'm just not that person. <laughs> So I didn't want to go into the tapestries. So I just, I, I, I do think like Society6 is amazing for those things. There's such a hole in the marketplace for a good like dorm decor. So I, there is, you know, such great stuff in, in that way. But um, for me, I really was always just thinking about the gift situation because I have, you know, Christmas parties coming up and I feel like I just always bring a bottle of wine because I don't want to buy an $80 fucking candle. So I bring a bottle of wine and I hand it to the like hot cater waiter and he puts it aside and there's like 20 other bottles of wine. And I just feel like I, I could do better. Like I just wanted to bring something that's funny and will make people laugh that they wouldn't buy for themselves. That's ultimately what a good gift is, right? Like you might see a funny thing and be like, do I need it? And the answer is no. But if someone gives it to you and you have a chuckle, it's fun to surprise people with a cheese board that says cheese is cray. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have a particularly favorite piece from the collection? Um, no, I kind of love them all. I had, I, I like the pillow that says, um, being, being here is better than being by that rock in Capri. 
That's so funny. I was watching a video of you um, on Vogue. I think it was Vogue. And you were talking about how you don't like to leave your house. How, like, you just don't, you don't want to go anywhere. You just want to be at home. Well, I do like to travel. I do like to travel. But by the end of the summer, just uh, on Instagram, when everybody was posting that dumb fucking vagina fucking cop reading list, a line by that rock because everyone selfies by this one vagina rock and it's just like <laughs> that's so basic to go all the way to Capri and just take that vagina rock picture um no I don't like to leave home in terms of I'm not I don't enjoy myself at 44 at some like dumb party in a store or like you know some clusterfuck benefit I would pay to not go so I feel like it's more <laughs> that I've really embraced um Jomo the joy of missing out Whereas my teenagers get FOMO because they're like, oh, that looks cool at that party. I'm like, it's really not. You got, I, I try to reframe everything for them that these parties have been, first of all, there's filters. It looks really great, but the food's not that awesome. And they literally are just there to take that selfie and then they actually probably want to get the fuck out. And then it's like 17 minutes for the Uber because it's Christmas in New York. But I just feel like there's so much emphasis on social media about projecting perfection and I wanted to embrace being home and have things that are kind of cozy and funny about, um, like, wanting to be at home. And, and you're, you're kind of saying, no, I don't need to go to some clusterfuck to air kiss everyone and get plagued. Like, I'm thrilled to just be with the people I love and import my friends, which is what I do, which is why I'm a big, like, wine and cheese fan with people coming over and, you know, have a fire and hang out and chill with, like, your feet on the couch. And... That's, you know, why I love the cheese board, too. It's just, I use shit like that. And, you know, I, I do have, I didn't decorate around my kids. I have some things that I really like. But it's it's good to not take yourself so seriously and then put shit that's funny. I, I agree with you. Let me ask, because I was looking, and I'm going to link it in the show notes, this, this video from Vogue. Because your house is obviously gorgeous. It's to die for. You have amazing style. Um, and I love your mix of, like, you have the neon pizza, but you also have, like, monogrammed bedding, like, large monogrammed bedding, which is amazing. How did you mix this into your own place? Do you have a lot of this stuff out? Um, well, I just got it yesterday. So, I mean, I have the oh, mugs wow. in my cabinet. But, yeah, I'm, I'm giving them mostly as gifts. But, I, yeah, I'm saving one of everything in my collection, except congrats on your divorce because I'm – um, married and don't plan on getting divorced unless my husband like bones <laughs> and feed us. Um, the pizza thing came with the house and my realtor's like, so obviously you'll be ripping out that pizza oven. And I was like, obviously not. You mean, I was like, what oh my dare God. you? I'm not ripping out a pizza oven and a neon sign that says pizza bitch. Um, but he really thought that I was going to do that. A pizza. If you wanted what? to like, buy a pizza oven, I mean, it's got to be like $50,000. I don't know how you buy a piece of it. It's just within the house. So, of course, they're not ripping it out. Um, so, yeah, I fucking love that. But, yeah. I mean, would you're, I no, you're looking necessarily install a pizza oven with a neon sign? No. But is it cool that my house happened to have it? Fuck yeah. That's, I only know one other. Do you know the Novogratz? They actually used to live in New York. Now they live out in L.A. They have a pizza oven in their backyard. That's cool. In their in their castle in West Hollywood. That's so yeah. LA. It's, it's very LA. Like, who wouldn't want a pizza oven? 
I would like to have a friend that had that. Like if they had a pizza of it, I just don't really, we, it's more for the kids, you know, like, so they, when we first got here, it's been four years, but they had, they were just, it was so much fun because the play dates, I didn't have to do anything. They, we'd like crack a pizza dough thing and the kids could make a heart, little heart shaped pizza with their friends and make their own toppings. And there's your activity. That's what, do you think pizza ovens could be the ultimate babysitter? Well, yeah, and, unless someone burns themselves and you're in the in the ER and in a lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, you have to oversee it. Yeah, but like mommy you support. Know, you yeah, but you, I would, you know, sit and drink my wine while they do mm-hmm. that, and then we have that's part of our coaster collection. We have wine because kids. So a lot of moms totally got true. That last night at my party. Yeah. It's a good, totally it's a good true. gift for for Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa because it's it's they're really well priced. That's the other thing is if you're gonna buy a funny pillow or a funny tray, it better be cheap. I mean, everything in my little hostess gifts posse is under thirty five dollars. I think mean, one thing is forty, but and most of them are between twenty and thirty, and it's it's you know if you're gonna laugh, you don't. It's a joke. Like it's funny. It's fun. It's not a, it's not Gucci pillow. It's but that's the fun is the juxtaposition with the high low, but it takes the piss out of the the fancy stuff, you know. I love that. No, and what you can do is too. I was thinking about this because you always everyone during the holidays, not during the holidays, most people are just running, or at least people I know, everyone is running to someone's house or running to an event. I always say like buy, spend a hundred bucks or 200 bucks and just keep stuff in your house. And this takes up less space than like a case of wine. You're going to, you know, you just have, you grab a bottle instead, grab cute coasters, grab a pillow, grab a mug and give people something they really want other than instead of something that like other people are going to drink that they won't even get to enjoy. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. I also, People bring wine I'm here. I'm always grateful, but I forget who gave me what. Like, it's all just like, there'll be, if I have a party, there'll be 10 bottles of wine here, which is great, but I, you know, I'll just pull out a bottle and open it. I don't like, oh, this is the one so and so gave me. Like, it's nice to give something that's trademark funny that they, they remember you by. So if you give a set of funny coasters that say, I know a great Cabernet that pairs well with your in laws. Most people laughed because I would say like 99% of people are not into their in-laws. So it's just funny to have those out. And then when their friends come over, it's a conversation piece. And they're like, oh, my God, these are funny. And you say, oh, you know, my friend so-and-so gave them to me. And it's just like a nice it's – a, it's a good way to like have a little presence in your friend's house. It's cute. It's, and it, they appreciate it because there's always the story. Exactly, exactly. Let me ask, do you, is this limited edition or until it sells out? No, it's forever. That's amazing. Yeah, so and I, they, said that, now they, anyway. they said it's, it's doing well, so they want to do another one. It just launched yesterday, but they had a, a number of sales, so they, they said we'd like to do a second collection next holiday. So I'm totally psyched because I can could, I could just shit these out all year and keep a, little, a diary of ideas and then expand it. And then last night, actually, at our launch party, um, Stacey Bennett Eisner, who founded Alice and Olivia, she's a designer. She's my brilliant, brilliant mm-hmm. friend. She came in, and this is why she has, like, 
a giant worldwide company, she came in and she's like, okay, you have to make placements plastic bowls for kids like with funny shit on it you have to make this this and she basically like expanded it in five seconds just looking at it and I was like oh my that is perfect that is perfect that's how she thinks she's just so smart so I already have a million ideas for next year I I agree placemats are this is actually perfect for placemats and for social media those placemats are really good for flat lays Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's more, I mean, she was saying, like when I do a placemat or a charger, it's usually chic and cool with like a nice border, but with kids stuff, like kids parties, you don't want to use those. You don't want them trashed. So it's fun to have placemats. Like I grew up with fun placemats that my parents, I was like, oh, I want that placemat. Like I was excited and it kind of has that plasticky coating so it can be cleaned. And I feel like that's, a good idea. I saw this, um, the inappropriate gift co in Australia. She has a onesie, like a baby onesie that says, it's not an airplane. It's a spoon, you asshole. And I was <laughs> dying. I think it's like the best baby gift, but I was thinking like, it would be good to make fun, cheeky baby gifts on there too. I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like this can't wait till like next holiday season to do. I feel like you have to do something for the spring or summer. <laughs> well, I don't know. If they want me to, I'm here. I'm sitting here doing pretty much nothing. Oh no, they're sitting and listen. They're they're listening because I see on the conference thing. So fast forward that project, Society Six. <laughs> Everyone wants more Jill Kargman. Um, oh, let me ask thank you. One, one more quick question. What are some of your favorite and least favorite design trends? Um. Favorite design trends? I well, I follow a lot of decorators. I don't know that it's a trend, but it's just more my taste. But I really love like piping. Like Miles Red always does big piping on everything, and like people are getting bolder with trims on curtains and all that. I've always been to borders and stuff like that. Um, least favorite trend? I don't know. I have a fear of color. I'm not the person to ask. I'll just see a room that they're like. I'm doing a whole room in lime green and that's just not my thing. I'm sure it's great if you visit someone else who has that. Um, it's just not my look. I don't know. I feel like color should be in doses, but I, that is not a popular opinion. I, I'm not judging. And I also, no one wants a whole room in lime. That sounds like it could trigger like some sort of panic attack for me. Allergy, so, like, so like, rash, like itching. Yeah. I've seen that a lot lately. Like, just because you shove 20 coats of lacquer over it doesn't make it better. I don't know. No. Subtle, a subtle lime green, like a lime green tray or maybe, like, a lime green throw pillow, a little An bit. An accent, of, like as they say. Yeah. I like that charcoal gray or, like, a slate blue. And that whole Roman and Williams Guild is an orgy. That's amazing. I was going to say, I will check. I've never heard of that, but I'm sure it is super cool and I will check that out um oh my gosh thank you so much for doing this you're so welcome I thank you for listening to Piera Terrible <laughs>